Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm an hour late. Slightly on tilt. Just found out Montgomery County pulled the plug. I know. It was supposed to be two-hour delay. At 8 a.m., they announced it. No school. Why are you on tilt, though? Just because you have to pick up your dog? Yeah, just instead of a couple hours off, you got to figure out what to do. (laughs) I don't think I'll go sledding today, but I might have to do that. I think it's kind of wet snow. I bet you Friday they'll be off again. Going to get another two or three inches on Friday. That's it. Just turn the TV on. (laughs) Your third kid. What do you care? (laughs) She does a bunch of TV. Well, not so much TV. It's iPad. Give give her an iPad yet. All right. Join us right now to talk all things kind of San Francisco, maybe some (laughs) NFL playoffs. It's Larry Kruger. He's got the Krug Show on YouTube. And uh, thanks so much for waking up with us, man. What time is it? I guess it's 6 o'clock for you. (laughs) <laughs> Early morning, fellas. How you guys doing? When's the last time you did a six A interview? <laughs> it, it's been a while, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. We want to get you on and kind of get you know. Obviously, um, Adam Peters being hired here is a big deal. Huge expectations. Thought he came off really well in his presser yesterday. What What can you tell us about Adam Peters? Well, you know, my good friend Doug Hendrickson. It represents him. He's his agent. Uh-huh. So, you know, I've been a big fan of Peters for a while. I mean, the guy's coach for the guy's been in a, an executive in the NFL for a couple decades now. And, and he's just, he's a proven entity. I mean, he was, he was in Denver and, you know, helped put together a big part of their core uh, team that won the Super Bowl 50 championship here in San Francisco. And he was in new England and obviously had some success there as a young Young guy, he's a former D lineman at at UCLA, and uh, he's a Bay Area native. You know, he went to Monta Vista High School out here in the Bay Area, which is about 15 minutes from where I'm sitting right now. And he was a two sport guy. He was a football player. He was a baseball player. Uh, he's a good family guy. He's a really good personnel guy. And um, I think it was, you know, if Bob Myers had a hand in it, I would not be surprised because they both went to UCLA. I think this is a great hire by the commanders. I mean, they they need to reestablish themselves as the iconic brand that they were under Joe Gibbs and Jack Kent Cook, and um, Peters will help do that because he'll he'll find players. And you know, there's no secret in the NFL. You got to find players in the draft, and you got to develop your roster. And and I think it will lead to a lot of success, which will lead to uh, them making good picks in in the draft, after the draft. He's really good on day three. He's really good after the draft. And eventually they're going to get players. They're going to win. And they're probably going to move out of FedEx field. And the value of that franchise is, is you know, going to skyrocket. So I, to me, this is a very, very good hire by Washington. Larry, how, how much influence – does Peters have, or did Peters have 
um, with John Lynch on the drafts because the drafts have been very good. Now, obviously, the Trey Lance thing blew up in their face and the cost them some number ones. But, you know, in, in 2020, um, you know, Ayuk and Kinlaw in the first round, 19, you got Bosa and Debo. And then down the down the draft board, you got Greenlaw, who's a stud in the fifth round, Fred Warner the year before. I'm just wondering how how much influence he actually had over some of uh, the of the uh, draft picks in the last three or four years. You know, unless you're sitting inside that war room, it's really hard to say who was responsible for what. But John Lynch had no experience as a personnel man, um, and I think he deferred to Peters quite a bit. There was the talk here in San Francisco was that Adam Peters really pounded the table on the Ambry Thomas pick. And I know the Thomas has, you know, kind of taken a circuitous route to to success, but this year he really busted out and has been one of the keys for why the 49ers have been, you know, really good on defense is is, uh, Ambry Thomas. So, I mean, I think he's had a lot of say, to be honest. I think he's had a, a lot of input. I think he's the highest ranking, you know, pers- was the highest ranking personnel assistant under under Lynch. And as I said, Lynch didn't have tons of experience. And Lynch was a guy that deferred to to his guys. And Peters was his top guy. So I'm really actually quite surprised that he left. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you when you talk about the, you know obviously the defense this year and uh, you know and Bosa and, and then they they trade for Chase Young. Um, first of all, your thoughts on that deal, and was that more of a John Lynch call? Um, and then, what, how do they think that panned out for you? Guys? Yeah, what, how, how's the media out there, and how are fans viewing Chase Young after that deal? Well, I mean, Chase Young has just been okay. Um, yeah. He hasn't been great. You know, I mean, you guys know. I mean, Chase Young was a spectacular player in college. Tore up the knee. Has you know, is still good at setting the edge. He's still better than what they had, and he's he's definitely helped. He's fit into the locker room really, really well. Um, he's a serious, you know, he's a serious guy, and he's serious about his craft. He doesn't have the kind of bend and the kind of flexibility he had pre-surgery. It was a major surgery. Um, I think he's been good, but not great. But you know what? Right now is when they need him most. Cleveland Farrell is is hurt. Right. The money's on the table. The team's expected to go to the Super Bowl. How he plays in these playoffs will really define uh, you know, his tenure here. I don't know if he'll be re-signed. My guess is he won't be because um, they have other guys that they'd probably need to pay. But the price tag was right. I mean, you know, the Niners only gave a third-round pick. Um, and, you know, I mean, he's definitely been – He's been a good addition, and you know they they got him when they really needed him, and he's helped out. But he hasn't been he hasn't been that player that he was in his early NFL career, no. or in Columbus. No, not here. even not even close there. Um, all right, so back to Peters. Obviously, this team needs a coach, and and you know we we've discussed this over the last few days. Um, is Peters going to be the guy to make the call? We don't know because they've got Bob Myers there and they've got Spielman there. But I assume you hire a GM, Josh Harris hires a GM, and then it's his choice to go out and, and stump for a coach, and maybe he's the, the ultimate decision maker. Um, but the connection with Bobby uh, Slowick is the question I wanted to ask you. Um, Slowick, of course, worked in San Francisco on the defensive side and on the offensive side, and then he goes with D'Amico to Houston, has done a great job with CJ. Um, 
what's your thought on that connection? And do you think Slow could be a good head coach? Very young, very young. He's young, but he's got a ton of experience. I mean, um, you know, he, yeah. he, you know, his dad. It's a football family. You know, I think Shanahan, as a as a member of a football family, really believes in the in hiring guys who come from football families. I mean, he's the son of Bob Slowick, who's the linebacker coach up in Calgary in the Canadian League, former DC of the Bears and Browns and Packers and Broncos and Alouettes and. You know, so, I mean, Bobby Slowick is a football, comes from a football family. I mean, worked for Mike Shanahan, you know, um, as his first coaching position back in 2010. So even though he's a young man, he's been in the game for a long time. He's really sharp. Shan- Mike Shanahan, or Kyle Shanahan, when he brought him to the Niners, you know, he was a quality control coach, which is is kind of the beginning of the road for any coach. Uh, that's starting at the bottom. And then, you know, he was a wide receiver in, um, you know, by trade, but the Niners put him as their defensive quality control coach because Shanahan's a believer that you're not really a great def- uh, offensive play caller until you have a real understanding of defense. And so I think that really helps Slowick. And then in 2021, when Michael LaFleur left, um, he took on responsibilities as the offensive passing game specialist. And then he was promoted to offensive passing game coordinator in 2022. He's a real sharp guy. And I think he's had a lot of, a lot of hand in CJ Stroud and that offense coming of age. And man, if you watch the Texans this year, you had yeah. to be impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would be a great hire. I mean, he's probably, you're probably going to get a pretty good price on him. Um, because he is young and you're giving him his first, you know, first head coaching opportunity. And there's going to be some mistakes made along the route because he is a young coach. But I think the trend in recent days is if the better organizations are hiring offensive guys, guys who can be play callers, guys who could be head coach and offensive coordinator, if they need, if that's the way it needs to go down. And I think Slowick has those capabilities. I think he's smart. He's young. He's um, he's he's done a really nice job almost everywhere he's been. Nothing but great things to say about Bobby. Mm. Larry, mm. with Peters and the Commanders holding the number two pick, do you see him standing pat there and picking whoever the Bears don't pick at number one, whether that's Williams or Drake May, or do you see him making that move up so they hold all of the keys to the top pick in the draft? What do you think his, yeah. his move's going to be? I mean, it's the ultimate question. I mean, personally, I mean, everybody, I mean, I saw what Rick Spielman said the other day about uh, Caleb and everybody has talked about Caleb, like Caleb's the second coming, but I'm not as convinced to be completely honest. I mean, Hmm. um, you know, he's, he's had an incredible career at USC, but you know, Matt Leinert had an incredible career at USC and there's USC quarterbacks are one of the hardest evaluations to to make why because you're evaluating the quarterback versus what's going on around the quarterback and they have so much momentum personnel wise with the way they recruit that it's sometimes very difficult to evaluate sc quarterbacks um i really like drake may i really like michael Penix. i really like bo nix um i I think i like those guys a little bit more to be honest i mean Mm -hmm. when you factor in the draft spot i think they there's a chance if Peters is in love with Caleb that they'll call the bears and find out what it takes for the bears to pass 
um, and and maybe stay with Justin Fields. But I'd be very happy with Drake May. I mean, I watched Carolina a bunch this year. He's a big quarterback who's got a little bit better mobility than you think. He's got a tremendous arm. Um, you know, I, I like Drake May. I, I think Penix is the most intriguing, really. I mean, he's got the, you know, the Joe Flacco arm. I mean, he's got that unbelievable arm, but then you got to, you got to do your due diligence on his body as far as all the surgeries he's had. Mm -hmm. And he did play behind an incredible line at university of Washington. So these are all, you know, this is going to be the ultimate evaluation. This is why you hired, hired Peters because you got to get this one, right. You know, you pick, you don't pick in the top five very often. And when you do, you got to pick the right guy. And if you don't believe me, you know, go ask uh, Frank Reich and the Carolina Panther people mm-hmm. how they're feeling about taking Bryce over CJ. Well, um, mm-hmm. right, for sure. Well, I want to ask you, just getting back to, to um, Caleb, because you're over there, and I assume you, you have a good file on Caleb. What do you make of the off-the-field stuff or just the silly stuff, like the, the, the paint and the nails, FU Irish, or whatever the hell he did? And um, I don't know, there's, it's just a there's a – there's something there that's a little off-putting. I don't know if those things bother me that much, to be completely mm-hmm. honest. I mean, I, I really, I just, I'm looking at the player and I'm saying, okay, he's, he, you know, he's, he's a, he's had a lot of success. He did have some emotional reactions to mm-hmm. certain things uh, this year. Uh, he lacks ideal size. I mean, he's, He's six one, you know, instead of like six four. I think May's got a little bit better stature. Um, I, I like Caleb. I like Caleb. I just don't know if he's the slam dunk number one. You know, uh, Rick Spielman saying he'd take him over guys like Peyton Manning and so on and so forth. Huh. I don't know if I. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm there. Huh. Um, the stats are amazing. He can make plays off mm-hmm. off schedule, um, but. You know, I don't know. There's as far as, you know, to me, Drake May seems a little bit more developed, a little bit more of a, of a proven commodity in the in the in the pocket. Um, you know, he's a bigger guy. He's he, they're, they're both very very young. Um, I just I, I like what I see with Drake May. I watched him a lot at Carolina, and the guy's got a tremendous arm, and he's a he's a really good decision maker. I don't know that you can go wrong though, to be honest. With either um, one, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, with either one there, it's, uh, you know, I, I think they're both going to be good NFL quarterbacks, but what you're looking for is transcendent. You know, you're looking for CJ Stroud, mm-hmm. right? You, you want to make sure you get it right. And I would say I'd put a lot of credence in the meetings um, when you meet the kid and how do you feel about him personally? Totally. Because, and, and also you got to find out there's, there's the, there's the game of football which you see on Saturdays and we see in the NFL on Sundays. But to me, being the best quarterback in the league has to be with, are you wed to the process of pro football? Do you live for the film? Do you, are, you know, everybody's looking at their watch. Are you looking at your watch saying, I got to get to the facility? Or are you at the facility looking at your watch saying, I got to get out of here? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to find out what kind of guy he is and what really makes him tick. Does he, is he all in on football um, because you, you gotta be, I mean, you need your quarterback to be almost working coaching hours and you got to find out what his, what's his dedication to the craft. Talking to Larry Kruger. He's got the Krug show on YouTube out in San Francisco. 
Well, you guys landed a quarterback in Brock Purdy. That wasn't the plan, but he has had a phenomenal season. Um, what are your expectations this weekend? Um, hopefully Purdy actually plays a full game in the playoffs because last year would have been different for you guys had he. Yeah, I mean, my expectation is that they're going to play really, really well and win. But I do think that the offense is going to have to put up points because I think the Niner defense is going to struggle uh, to stop this Green Bay offense. I mean, you know, Purdy's had 21 days off. And, you know, so the first quarter of this game on, on Saturday night is going to be absolutely vital. They're going to have to establish a rhythm for a young quarterback who I don't really worry about him. But um, just the, the rustiness is always a concern. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to slow and stop and interrupt the incredible rhythm that um, Love brings into this thing. I mean, he, he's 21 touchdowns and one pick in the last 10 games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Green Bay doesn't have one good tight end. They got two good tight ends. They don't have two or three good receivers. They got five good receivers. And you know, uh, Gutekunst, the jet, the program, uh, the um, the personnel man there in Green Bay has done a spectacular job. I mean, his last two drafts have netted that team about sixteen or seventeen different players, many of which were starters. So, um, I think Green Bay's offense is going to be very, very challenging to stop. I, the Niners do. Um, I do expect a run-heavy game. I mean, Green Bay has given up 200-plus yards on the ground, I think, four times this year. I think the difference between the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers is the Niners can run the ball and stop the run, and Dallas can't do either. Yeah. And uh, I picked Green Bay to beat them last week, um, and I think this is going to be a pretty much of a shootout. But I think Purdy will make good decisions, and I think the 49ers will prevail. And how's McCaffrey's uh, – What was it a hamstring that he injured? Well, you know, he's got a bunch of things. Yeah. I mean, he's got the knee, he's got a bunch of things. But, you yeah. know, he didn't practice at all last week, which okay. tells us that, you know, his injuries are not nothing. But right. uh, he's a tough guy. And um, Shanahan said he's, you know, chomping at the bit. He's been waiting for this his whole career. I expect him to be a major, major player Saturday night. Yeah. Kruger, appreciate the Good time. Stuff. It's Larry Kruger can check him out on the Krug Show on YouTube. Thanks, pal. Good info, man. Anytime, fellas. Yep. Thank uh, you, buddy. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry Kruger. We still got Tony Skin joining us. He's the head coach at George Mason. He will join us at 945 here on The Junkies. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Junkies come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. We've got the head coach at George Mason joining us shortly. Mm -hmm. They're off to a great start this season. Tony Skin has taken over as the head coach. But Travi put a couple of interesting topics in here about, um, I don't know, I would say the larger genre is fashion. Mm-hmm. And one of them has to do with what you do while you're traveling. Okay. I never travel ever. Tips. Do you think about what you're wearing for travel different than you mean like, other times? Are you talking about plane mean, travel or I just try comfort is key. Yeah. Of course. Try to like, like, I want to know if I'm going to go out to dinner. Oh, you know what I mean? It depends on what my, I'm doing. Am I going to a nice restaurant while I'm out? Oh, yeah. My, you know what I mean? I, so, or do you mean the you actual bring, travel part? Air travel. Oh, yeah, I think it's just, at, yeah, as you're like flying or driving oh, somewhere, what you're, you're wearing during that I like trip. To wear, sweat, I like I to wear sweats, sweats with zippers. Yeah. Make sure nothing falls out of my pocket. Yeah. And I don't like, you know, luckily I have the TSA pre, so I don't have to worry about the belt stuff. Do you think like about color? No, color, no. 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 <laughs> of course not. Do you think about color ever? I mean. Yes. Ever, maybe, but certainly not when I'm flying. They're saying that you should be wearing red. Red. Why? Why I'm red? I'm a red guy. You know, airline I'm a red guy. Yeah, Eric should be flying that's, first class. I mean, that's the reddest jacket. I'm a, uh, the reddest <laughs> puffiest jacket this is I've ever my seen. my Lululemon silly right I mean, here. that is... Uh... By the did way, you have you... an orange one? Or is it the same one and I'm just colorblind? Maybe you're colorblind. This I feel like about, you had like an orange one, too. This is a big too. silly right here. Uh, that's a big puffy one. Oh, this one is so. Hey, did uh, Uschek's wife make that thing? Yeah. <laughs> no? No? She made Taylor Swift's jacket. Kyle Uschek. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Yeah. No, it doesn't have any numbers. No, Jersey number. no Kelsey on there. Right. No, this is. <laughs> Look how big that is. That's a funny joke. But right now, right now, this yeah. is it. This, I'm I mean, so happy yeah, I have this. They would let him well, fly the plane. 15 degrees, eight, eight degrees out. So red. I feel like you have a bunch of those big but thick the, jackets. But it's the red and red bearing. Yeah. Well, they say airline passengers wear red. Supposedly might be getting better service on airplanes when compared to their non-red clad I'm peers. I'm calling shenanigans. Why would you favor somebody just because they're wearing red? Just because it stands out? It, it says pops? airline staff. This is a theory. This is from a blog called Airplane Tips. Okay. I don't know how scientific it is. <laughs> yeah. But the theory is airline staff subconsciously perceive passengers in red as more important oh. and as a higher status oh. leading to enhanced customer service experiences. Interesting. Really? Why? I, I that don't doesn't know. make any sense to me. I, I don't think you, anybody <laughs> thinks you have any status when you're wearing sweats and a big puffy and you definitely don't, you definitely don't have status if you're queuing up in a Southwest line. You have zero status. <laughs> None whatsoever. Uh, but and I just want to be, just a, wanna be comfortable. Especially if you're like C45. Oh, yeah. Zero status this whatsoever. Is, this is according to two different publications, psychology related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. One is called the Journal of Evolutionary Psychology. Rag. The other one is, has, is the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. Boring. <laughs> Number one, red makes men feel more drawn to women. And number two, red can make you appear more powerful and dominant. I mean, I'm a, I'm a powerful, dominant guy. I'm an alpha. So if you wear your red on the plane, 
Maybe you get your pretzels faster. I mean, if you're relying on the, the world's smallest bag of pretzels to get you to your flight to Florida, <laughs> you're no. sadly mistaken. You always got to bring your own snacks. Yeah, I mean, come on. on. What am I, rookie? You got to be prepared. Is it my first rodeo? I mean, what do you wear when you go on a plane? He doesn't think about it. I just would wear, you wear like jeans? this. Jeans. Would you wear jeans? Yeah. Yeah, he wore jeans. But uncomfortable. Does some riding up on your Bozak? <laughs> I mean, you, you get some I'm not that, that uncomfortable in my jeans right now. Jeans are not uh, the greatest. Yeah. I never wear jeans on planes. Of course, I never go on planes. <laughs> <laughs> you try to limit it as much as possible. When do you wear jeans? Only on weekends. If you're going to somewhere, you don't want to wear a hurt. You don't want to look like a loser. When you get dragged to Smithereens concerts while the Niners are playing. Right. You don't wear jeans around your house. That's like the most uncomfortable thing ever. I wear shorts around the house. Did I see something? I thought I I wear shorts and I've been a sweatshirt. It's not crazy. It's 70 degrees outside. Not inside my house. It comes through the windows. (laughs) Yeah. I thought I saw something where JP was having a disagreement with somebody saying, why would I have more than one pair of jeans? That's not true. Was that, is you that, didn't was say that. Did you have a discussion with someone about that, JP? No, I think we talked on the air that my wife gave me two pair of jeans uh, for Christmas, and I returned one. I have like four. Right, that's that's probably enough. Probably only wear two of them, though. Right. <laughs> right. Wearing them out. I think I, I have just... one pair of jeans, which... It was like at my heaviest after the ACL, so that's like just in case <laughs> yeah. I balloon up too yeah, much. Chubby jeans, and then I also have. I actually, I think I have. Everyone's five. got a pair of chubby yeah. jeans. <laughs> I got a. I've got like got two pair of, of skinny jeans when I was like at my thinnest. Well, no, and I, I mean, no, probably should, not getting back there. None of us should be wearing skinny jeans in indoor. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying they're the the, the type. Like I'm saying when yeah, I was. Really like I'm saying my waist size. Right now. I was I was like a 32. Are you a baggy jean guy right now? I think I'm generally more baggy than a tidy jean guy. I've never seen tight jeans on case. Yeah, Case is not going to wear anything for me. I mean, you totally could. Yeah, but it's just weird. Like 53 years old, we wear tight fitting jeans. It's well, like something a weird just look. somewhat stylish. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that ship has sailed. Huh? <laughs> baggy loose jeans are back in. Yeah, they, stylish. They are in my I house. Just, I just bought um, a pair of like light blue, very very light blue, like almost like white jeans. They're they're light blue, mm-hmm. but they're not like navy. Yeah, in my they're like kids Se- were, Seinfeld jeans. They were making fun of me. Oh, they were goofing yeah. on you. And I'm like, these are probably too light, but I'm not going to return them. No, no, I'm talking about white blue. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like almost way like acid wash that. type. Almost like yeah. acid wash. Oh, I definitely had pairs. But of I feel those like that's coming back. School. It all comes around. In high yeah. school, I had the gray acid wash mm-hmm. too. I just remember cuffing the bottom of my jeans so tight with, with the all, boots. Yeah. yeah, we were way ahead with of like the curve. Dock siders. We were way ahead of the curve on the whole. Um, what do you call those things that with the with the sm- uh, jogger? Right, the whole jogger. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I still can't get over the picture of Awad when we went bowling. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst cuff job on his jeans that I've ever seen. He By the way, folded up way. He was high. claiming when I did his hit hit on his show a couple weeks ago. Was he got some girlfriend or something now? Like he's got did some he, girl situation. You with Does something? Really? Yeah. What's his deal? What's his deal? It's not for me to say. Why? So he's got a girl. Blind women need boyfriends too. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, I'll uh, ask uh, him about it when I do. I you know how, do a show today. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a, a hint. You know how his last girl was <laughs> thick Megan Fox. Okay. Yeah. Years wine, ago. In the, like yeah. in the middle of COVID, and he went up there and. No, no. He had an actual like regular girl he was seeing. Okay. And he, and he, when and was he, this? Five years ago or something? Yeah. Yeah. And so he desc- I said, well, what does this girl look like? And he, he said, it's a poor man Scarlett Johansson. 
Well, Has anybody ever described his own girl as a poor man's anything? You would just say she kind of looks like man's. That means he knows she's nubs. I actually don't. I haven't seen a picture of her. <clears throat> Does he? He, he, he he's, he's not going to put anything on like his. No, nah, he's doing the. She doesn't have Instagram bit. Oh, that's when you're really embarrassed. Is that a super red flag? Yeah. Doesn't we, have the we, gram? We'll get him on. Yeah. Tomorrow. That, me- that means, you know, right. play on the old line. Destitute. Destitute. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> she might be money. If you describe your wife as a poor man's, she ain't money, your girlfriend, whatever. <laughs> if you say she's a poor man's whatever, Taylor Swift or what, any, use any fill in the blank. Right, you should just say she kind of looks like Scar Joe. Yeah, she kind of looks like you see a little resemblance to Scarlett <laughs> you Johansson. Just misspoke. You know? Yeah, I don't know. No, He's he a dog. He knew what he was saying. <laughs> He's basically saying she's kind of nubs, but you know what can I do? I'm, you know, I'm thirty. I'm gross. I got eczema. <laughs> you love You're Amber. Very... You've missed Amber. <laughs> yeah. Missed having him around. He missed bullying. Just waiting to set the sights on Mike Marr over there. No, Mike is too like Mike Marr. He's, he's too, too nice, positive. To yeah, he's, yeah. he's so upbeat. He's sweet. I do feel like we've beaten a little of the positivity out of him. Mm. Like he's getting a little. But more he's not annoying. No, he's not no. annoying at all. Yeah, but it's also the time. Like he's having to wake up like yeah. <laughs> day but after day. Mike Marr day used to come in here and high five <laughs> us every day. You know, yeah. As like yeah. kid, Fist come bump. on. Yeah, the sleep schedule was. Uh, it's it's. Not getting to me, but you know, starting yeah. to wear. It's taking out a little of your yeah. enthusiasm for life. Yeah, he's a little it? tired every morning. You're not quite as enthusiastic about life, are you? Hey, why weren't you here yesterday? Was you snowed out? No, no I was. Uh, yeah, I was just doing the work from home bit, just a little remote. Yeah, it's fine. We don't care. I'm jealous. But you know, everybody else drove in. Yeah. <laughs> Won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> But have, have we, it, the hours have sucked the life out of you a little bit? No, like, so it's not really my New Year's resolution, but I just don't take naps anymore. I started it like a couple of weeks ago because I used to go home, take naps, and then come back in here fired up. But now it's just like I'm trying to fill my day with like other productive things. So I'm just a little more tired when I don't get the full seven, eight hours of sleep. Yeah. The, the short answer is, EB. Yes. Yeah. The hours, yeah, the hours are have getting sapped too. a little. Of course. Yeah. You, don't want, well, you don't want quite that swagger you used to have. <laughs> I get it. It happens to the best of us. All right. Coming up next, we're going to be joined by the head coach of the George Mason basketball team, Tony Skin, who used to play at George Mason. Um, back in the day, so he'll join us next here on the Junkies. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required. Finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, it is a game show Wednesday, Cakes. Brought to you by our friends at MGM National Harbor. <laughs> Go check out their $200,000 guarantee tournament. Six flights between now and Saturday. Wow. One starts today at 10.15. It's a big deal. We're not it doing is. an actual game because we argued about Dak Prescott mm-hmm. for like an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll do... 
the Caller 10 game right now to hook you up with tickets to go see the Wizards in action against the Nuggets. That's coming up Sunday, January 21st at Capital One Arena. It's Kids Day at Capital One Arena, presented by Ticketmaster. The first 5,000 fans will take home a G-Wiz Squishy. For tickets and more event info, visit 947thedrive.com slash contests. But 10th caller at 800-636-1067 will hook you up with those tickets. And stay tuned for your chance to win tickets to go see Hootie and the Blowfish at Jiffy Lube Live. But right now, we're joined by a guy who played basketball, George Mason. Mm-hmm. Very good player. And now he's the head coach at George Mason. Yes, coach sir. Tony Skin. Hey, coach. What's up, guys? How's it going? What's up, man? Thanks hey, for joining man. us. Yeah, um, thanks, for absolutely. Thanks, thanks for having me on, man. And congratulations on uh, getting your, your head job. I know you're an assistant uh, for a lot of years, bouncing around in Ohio State and Terps. And, you know, Coach at your alma mater is pretty cool. That's very cool. I, I was yeah. at the GW game, Coach, and we'll start off with that. Um, okay. And it had to have been frustrating for you as a coach. I mean, you guys got a lot of good looks in the first half. Just couldn't knock yeah. anything down. I Real mean, quick, Jason. Good look. Yeah. I was told that we need to tell Coach to move his camera down, that he's not on screen. Oh, is that right? He needs to reposition his laptop or whatever he's using. Got it. Let's I didn't get him on know, screen. I didn't even know he was on video. Oh, there yeah. it is. There, there, there it is. you go. Now it's right, right, right in the middle. There you go. There you go. Now we're good. Um, so what I was saying is, uh, first half, you guys just, I think you barely shot 20%, maybe a little bit over it, but you had a lot of good looks, just couldn't knock anything down, and then there was a pretty big deficit because G-Dub was making some shots, making yeah. some, some threes on the other side. Um, that was just one of those first halves that, um, you know, it's tough to battle back from. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, again, I've said it before, you know, everybody in this league is so good and you just can't spot teams um, points, especially, you know, 11, 12 points on the road. And um, like you said, I mean, I didn't think that from an execution standpoint, um, I thought we executed, but we just missed a lot of bunnies. We missed a couple open threes. And, you know, next thing you know, you're going into halftime down 12 and, um, you know, it's just hard to do against a really, really good team, a coach team, a well-coached team. And, you know, James Bishop is arguably one of the best players in this league. And once he gets cooking, um, you know, that 11 point, you know, 12 point deficit, it really feels like 20, especially on the road. And so um, it was frustrating, but but we fought back and I think we cut it down to, I believe, five right. um, in, a, in the second half. And, you know, a couple of things that didn't go our way, but we, we've got we've got to get off to um, better starts. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm curious. I think we met you back when you were playing at George Mason. When did you realize you wanted to go into coaching? Like, when does that happen for you? Or is it something that you knew all along that eventually, no. once your playing career was done, you wanted to stay in the game of basketball? No. So it's it's just, you know, it's the full circle of life, I would say. Um, you know, I was, I was obviously playing at a pretty good level in Europe. And um, coming from the Olympics, I signed a two-year um, deal with, um, you know, a EuroLeague team. And so... I get hurt in the Olympics. It ends up being a, um, a career-ending injury. And so mm. for the first time in 30, 31 years, I'm scratching my head like, you know, what am I about to do now? You know, basketball is done. And so I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and coaching was definitely not in the plan. Um, I mean, I, I even remember just my first summer and um, being around AE basketball, I, I was, like, so surprised because the landscape had changed so much. Um, that's how far removed I was from even thinking about coaching. Um, you know, but again, one thing led to another, started coaching AAU, started working, um, at a local, um, charter school where I had a couple guys that ended up being some really good players. And, you know, one thing led to another and, and it was kind of the plan, 
Um, but I got lucky, you know, Eric Conkle, who was an assistant here at George Mason for Coach L and um, an assistant with Coach L at Miami, he ends up getting the uh, Louisiana Tech job. And he and I were really close. We had a good relationship, and we would talk about it, but I wasn't expecting to be his first hire when he gets his first head job, and um, that's just kind of how I got into it. Wow. Now here you are. And, you know, every time we have a head coach, whether it's basketball or football, we always have to ask him, hey, coaching so much different now. I mean, just think about when Coach L was coaching you. He didn't have to deal with NIL and transfer portal. And your first year at Mason, you go out and get – Darius Maddox, who I watched play at Virginia Tech for a few years. My daughters went there. And then you go out to UNLV and get Keyshawn. And then you have to go to UNC Wilmington and pull in Amari Kelly. So you got uh, your top three scorers are all transfer kids that, yeah. you know, that that's something you were never used to. I mean, as an assistant, I'm sure you had to deal with some of that. But um, the world has changed, my, my man. It's definitely changed. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a different landscape for sure. And, you know, I did it, you know, as an assistant and obviously – um, recruiting is something I take pride in, and I'm doing it as a head coach. But it's um, you got to figure it out because that's the landscape. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm I, I like the portal um, just because at the end of the day, um, in the landscape that we're in, you know, kids are going to have great seasons. Um, they're going to have bad seasons. Um, kids are not going to feel comfortable in a certain type of pro, you know certain type of offense or whatever it may be. And, they should have options as long as it makes sense. I think that's where the portal's kind of gone a little bit too mm-hmm. um, wild for me, just because a lot of times um, it, it, if the basketball doesn't make sense, why jump in a portal? Um, and so, you know, hopefully um, I don't have to do as much work uh, this off season as I did when I got the job. What what about NIL? Like at, at your level, we know at the very, very, very top, I guess these guys are paying outrageous sums to get guys. I mean, you, I assume you still have to have a budget for that, right? For NIL yeah, you at your be, level. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you've got to be, um, you got to be competitive, and you know, we do have a, we do have a collective that supported, um, you know, that initiative. But you know, again, for me, it's always, a, it's always about the basketball situation. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, you can go get NIL, and if 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 it's a bad basketball situation. Um, you're probably not going to get your NIL. That's just the reality of it. And, you know, I know a lot of people don't talk about it, but there's just a lot of bad stuff going on. Um, and again, I'm for NIL, but it just needs to be, you know, it needs to be done the right way because, again, you know, a kid goes to, you know, X, Y, and Z University and he's promised something. Um, and then he starts playing five minutes a game. He's not going to get anything. And then that might be his last basketball check. And so, um, you know, it has to make sense. Hmm. Hey, Tony, you mentioned the Olympics. So you played for Nigeria, and I just hmm. looked it up. You guys played the U.S. 156 to 73. What do you remember <laughs> about that game? That score. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, who was on the – I guess Mello led the way for the Americans. Who oh, else was man. on that squad? Like Harden might have been greats, on it. Man. James Harden, yeah. you know, Carmelo. I mean, Kobe Bryant. Who'd you have um, to check? Uh, so I was guarding Chris Paul. Mm. Um, but, I mean, yeah, that's that was – that was one of the best experiences. Um, you know, I still think about um, there was a fast break, man. I'm a pretty fast guy, and I, I did this all my career where I would run down and, you know, swipe down and get a steal. Um, and I just remember trying to do that to Kobe Bryant, man. He just gave me a little nudge, and I flew across the floor. And, <laughs> and I, 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 learned, I learned the difference between a, a real alpha um, and, and, and an average basketball player, man. So it was a, it, it was, it was a great experience. Uh, we obviously got our, you know, our doors blown off, um, but it was definitely a cool experience, man. 
All right, Tony, man. Continued success there let's at Mason. Get, We're rooting for you. Let's and, get a win against the Bonnies this weekend. Yeah, much, a much, much needed win. You know, these guys got a chance to take a day off. Um, yesterday we had, you know, we played two games in basically 36 hours, and mm-hmm. I, I've never been a part of that, not doing a season conference play. And so these guys deserve the day, and hopefully we can get back on track at home on uh, on Saturday. Yes, sir. 13-2 and two start, best ever by a Patriots first-year head coach. Tony Skin, thanks for joining Fox. us, pal. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, guys. Appreciate yep. it. All right. Thank you, Coach Skin. He looked really good in his suit. At oh, yeah, he's nice and thin. Caputo, Coach Caputo and his staff and their team, they were wearing T-shirts. Okay. Uh-huh. MLK, because MLK, right. they were wearing MLK T-shirts. Yeah. Uh, Skin looked really good in his suit. And – they're going to they're be fine. They're going to be fine. They're on a three-game losing streak. They get mm-hmm. the Bonnies at home on Saturday, but um, they've got some really good players, good athletes. Hey, we said we were going to give you a chance mm-hmm. to win some Hootie and the Blowfish tickets right now. Caller number 10 will hook you up with a pair of tickets. Summer Camp with Trucks Tour hits uh, Jiffy Lube Live Saturday, August 17th. Tickets are on sale right now for tickets and more event info. Visit thefandc.com slash events. That's courtesy of Live Nation. Hey, when you were talking about the uh, – and we'll do caller 10. You win the tickets. When you mentioned um, your wife mentioning the smithereens, mm-hmm. when you then tell her, don't you know what's going on? What's her reaction? Hasn't she had that reaction a million times? Yeah, but she actually likes watching the games too. She, so she – she just kind of forgot about it, you know. She likes watching playoff football, right? But she just she doesn't think about it like I do. I think about it every mm-hmm. day. Yeah, <laughs> just she, it was off her radar. She doesn't think about it. <laughs> yeah, but she'll be fine. We'll we'll watch the games, and um, you know, we might have some people over or go to right. our friend's house, and she'll be fine with it. You can listen to the Smithereens on Spotify. I mean, like, next time Smithereens <laughs> come to town, we're there. But just not this Saturday. As long as it's not on a game day. Correct. Right. Correct. That's the key. Needs to be a summer. Yeah, yeah that's a summer activity. All right, we got to get out of here for Bish Bucks Cakes, EBM JP. We will see you tomorrow. Be Mitch and Finley up next here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. T Mobile.com.